0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
1: World Headquarters
0: at the Star in Frisco. First
2: down. Elliott to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he it into the
3: touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Standback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans.
1: It is a Sayer With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official copy of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome in to the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. We've got Isaiah Stanback. Mm-hmm. Pounding his chest because it That's is say with your chest Friday. Hopefully you guys had the bass turned up in your car. Mm. 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 I'm sure they don't, and I'm glad they
2: didn't.
1: He's like I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't want to make a comparison. Then we got Patrick Nosey Walker over here wearing the Friday to 13th. I see you. Absolutely, absolutely. Spooky Friday.
4: Right. I figured out. Um, I put on my Jonathan Hankins hat. Mm. On Halloween, yeah. Ooh. Jonathan Voorhees is what I'm calling him. Okay. Doesn't need to be fast or quick, but you, you better not get in this path. Mm. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's get out I'm the feeling. way. Get out the way. Play a little Luda. Move. <laughs> Move your hiney. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: got the the Muhammad Ali drip yeah, rocking, too. You know, I like I'm, that one. I'm
4: feeling it, man. I'm feeling We're saying it with our chest today. We're yeah. coming out.
1: You know, Ali mm-hmm. style. Float like a butterfly. Sting, sting like a, a bee, bee, sir. We got Chris Beam in the back. Speaking of bee, Beamer in the back. It. Nice transition. That was, uh, beam, that was beam, a little beam, rough. Beam. I didn't hit it. It worked. As rough. It, it worked. Yeah, I think I, I tried. I mean, to get you didn't there. stick the landing, but no. you didn't
4: face plan either.
1: I, I at least like took off for yeah. a little bit, but yeah. then I didn't stick it. You didn't read the break. Ran face first. You didn't into read the it. break
4: perfectly, but you no. hit it right every time. Yeah, you you <laughs> got it within
1: putting distance. You got it on the green. Oh, thank goodness. That's <laughs> that's better than my actual yeah, golf you game. The, so. You got it on the green. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Fantastic. Yeah, Isaiah, you're dressed up real nice this yeah, morning for a Friday. Going to a lunch in today. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Oh. Ooh, fancy. Are, you the, are you the keynote speaker? Oh, you not. fancy, huh? I'm ah. disappointed
2: in that, actually. So, anybody needs keynote speakers,
4: how' at your boy. <laughs> you fancy, huh? <laughs> yeah. An oh, that. yeah, Siri. Oh, that's that's there is something you can help with right there. That's not me. She, she, that, that is That's It's on your watch. It's on your watch. Oh, oh okay. Hey, (laughs) she's listening. Good job, Siri. She's in on the conversation. I'm like, I'm holding my phone. She's not talking through my
1: phone. She was upset I didn't introduce her with the rest of the cast and crew. Uh, That was funny because both me and Isaiah looked at you and you were like, what are y'all looking at me right. for? That ain't me. We're like we're looking at your watch. I thought
4: it was you because you know this nah. green bubble guy over here. We knew it was. Oh, it was we are talking new. about colors?
1: You nah, see we're that? Good.
2: You see that? I colors. thought we was further along than that. Colors. The iPhone tries to make you see colors. colors. You see that guy? Colors.
1: What are you <laughs> talking about? Oh, the green bubbles and in, in the text message. He went
4: full in living color. Yeah, colors yeah exactly. He went full in living color. <laughs> we we'll we'll see, we'll see the triangulation we'll see of Andrews the
2: postulation. <laughs> Apple wants you to look at the color <laughs> of the text message. You see that?
1: <laughs> Isaiah is that guy in our friend group. He is the guy is that, that turns guy. absolutely all love it so, so the green or right. all of the messages green. That's it's right. Don't send a picture so through group text cuz nope. the
2: quality is going to be trash. Awful. Because you know in order to send a picture over to an uh, Android type phone, the quality needs to be upgraded. Mm. And
4: unfortunately, it's usually <sighs> downgraded. So. If you, it's you a say so. Mister 1 of 4 that's
1: right. Two of four. That's right.
4: That's right. <laughs> That's how your texts come through. One <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> four. Two of four. Isaiah
1: liked uh, this or right. Isaiah disliked. Right. We this. don't have that.
4: We mm. don't have that. Oh, we do.
1: No, we I, know. I know. Yeah, why, so why do you have
4: the to like and it. dislike
2: somebody's text? I mean, why would you ever do that? It's actually it's, great. It's
4: confirmation that we've seen it, but may not have anything yeah. to say in response. Nah, i turn off the red receipts. So I don't like
2: this. Oh, yeah. You, I don't do red receipts. You know no, what we know, need
1: confirmation know. of, though? You know what we need uh, What's confirmation? That? How about some news and notes around Bam! the Dallas Cowboys? W-W-R-D. R-D.
4: What would Rob do? First of all, what would Rob do? News <laughs> and notes. As far as the injury report. There were no changes as far as Ezekiel Elliott, Noah Brown, and Malik Hooker. Those three uh, were still DNP as far as did not participate in Thursday's practice as they're dealing with their respective injuries. I will say that uh, Ezekiel Elliott looked to have made some progress. Number one, he was working on the resistant bands, resistant cords with uh, trainer Brett Brown. But he also jogged out to the field while wearing a smile on his face. And... His, his normal walk did not have a noticeable limp. There was a very minor one. Okay. Um, but looks like some, some progress has been made there as far as uh, the eyeball test goes for Ezekiel Elliott. So keep an eye on that. Still looks like he's going to be a late-week decision. Uh, two additions to the injury report, uh, and also keep an eye on Noah Brown as well, because like I said, he was DMP. That's his second DMP this week. He's a key player on offense. You know, is it Jalen Tolbert' season against the Bears? We will find out here soon. Uh, but Michael Parsons and Sam Williams were both added to the injury report. Michael was limited. Uh, And Sam Williams did not participate with a knee injury. No real concern, um, if any at all, for Michael Parsons. He's going to play, period. Uh, And I doubt that he'll look slowed in any capacity whatsoever. Cowboys uh, are being just precautionary, just making sure that they don't overexert him, especially with the bye week on the other side of this. Sam Williams, on the other hand, that one, him being a did not participate, and it's because of a knee injury. So, coming off of a uh, breakout game against the Lions, two sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery, you want to see more of Sam Williams. Uh, question mark on if we are going to see more on Sam Williams before Green Bay, though. So, today's going to be a, a big day to help determine if Sam Williams can go on Sunday against the uh, Bears. There's a
2: lot of questions around the Cowboys and their opportunities to go out and possibly get a receiver to add to this offense as the trade deadline yeah. is now coming upon us. Um, there's a lot of people asking about the the status of one James Washington. Is there anything that you can give the people on that, or is it just kind of just
4: hanging? It, it's it, There are no changes from my most recent update, which would have been a week, a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, spoke with James specifically, and he, he said and reaffirmed that physically – he is 100%. He is making all of the cuts, um, and he said that there was one particular time where he made a full-speed cut, and he kind of got nervous for a second, the mental aspect of it, and he said he came out of it feeling perfectly mm-hmm. fine. So when it comes to James Washington, it is that final hurdle that Mike McCarthy continues to speak about, which is just the mental block, This trying to not, as a former athlete you can understand, trying not to get out there and start overcompensating because when you play afraid, like you're afraid to hurt yourself, that's when you do what? You hurt yourself. You hurt something else. You hurt something too. else, right. So uh, physically, James Washington says he is 100%. He's wow. just working on getting back to mentally feeling like James Washington. The exact same thing Michael Gallup had to do. Huh. So, yeah. uh, But they haven't started his 21-day window just yet. So uh, until they do that, he's kind of in that. Take what he said. In, really <laughs> at the
1: moment. Yeah, he told me, and this was a couple of weeks ago, so I don't know if this will happen, but he, he when we were talking, he said – Bye week It was it, after the bye week was can, what I he was looking that. to start. And mm-hmm. he was talking about playing. So if they were going to start the 21-day window for after the bye yeah, week they probably already would have started. Now, they can activate him at any point, and he can be active Correct. at any point yeah, don't in that 21-day. No. Correct. So they could activate him in the bye week and let him practice a little bit and maybe use that as an opportunity to kind of work back into the fold. But how much would that turn the needle for you, Isaiah? Because – I, you even had a little bit of a look when when, when uh, Patrick's saying Jalen Tolbert season. Maybe, and, and if, because if Noah Brown can't go. He through. hasn't really done anything yet. And, and James Washington coming back into the fold, does that help you? Fill out your receiving core enough to where you wouldn't have to go get somebody prior to the Tuesday trade deadline. If James Washington is in fact one hundred percent, okay,
2: and he is over, he's able to overcome that mental hurdle that I'm very familiar with coming off of a foot injury because it, mm-hmm. it is real. Um, when you have a foot injury and you're expected to run full speed and plant and turn. It kind of gets on you a little bit mentally. So yeah. if he's able to overcome that and be the guy that he's been in, in recent years, I am more than confident that this offense has all the ammo that they need to get back to what they did last year. Mm.
4: I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. Uh, I said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. I was really high on James Washington coming out of OK State. Uh, I really was. And I don't think he was utilized correctly. Uh, in Pittsburgh. Again, it was a young guy being asked to make an aging uh, Ben Roethlisberger look great. Uh, keeping in mind, there were also other wide receiver talents yeah, he's up there as well. This, so uh, right, He was buried on the depth chart. Now, he's going to be buried here if you assume that CeeDee Lamb will hit his stride, Michael Gallup will get his stride, and Noah Brown doesn't have a game like he had on uh, Sunday, and everybody's entitled to a bad game. Um, But that's not where Noah Brown's been trending. He's been Mm -hmm. trending to continue to be a a big contributor for the offense. Well, that puts James Washington at WR4, which means you're not going to get a ton of snaps, which means you need to be highly effective in the snaps that you do get. Um, But that said, I believe he can be but he hasn't had training camp because he was lost in the first week of training yeah. camp. He was trying to find his legs in training camp as far as getting acclimated to Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott's timing in the system. So uh, when he comes back, we talk about tempering expectations. Yeah, he's going to need some time. He's, need some time. he's li- quite literally never played in this offense. He ha- had only 3 or 4 days of training camp in this offense yeah, and and
1: only one in pads. <laughs> and, and one in
4: pads. So he's going to have to acclimate he, it's levels to this, so he has to get through level one, which is basically the training camp phase, which then kind of moves into the preseason phase. Mm. You might not see prime James Washington until you get to the back end of the season close to the playoffs, but I tell you what, that's when you want to get hot anyway. Yeah. So Good point. So if the offense is clicking at that point, and then James Washington, by that point, mid-December, late December, finds his groove in this offense, then absolutely you, you could be talking about uh, an offense that could... If not match serve with the defense, they can most certainly uh, threaten some opposing defenses, put it that way.
1: There was a uh, a storyline that kind of emerged yesterday. It was a little under the radar. I don't know how people are are really taking it at the moment, but it gets the juices turning a little bit. You're talking about acquiring a wide receiver Mm -hmm. at the trade deadline i know where you're going there's one out there that could sign too (laughs) there's one out there that could sign and michael irvin yesterday on our partner station 105.3 the fan that's where you're going said that odell beckham jr would love to be a cowboy that was what mike said so you don't look interested are you interested i'm not why not I you have the cap room to do a, a move like that. You have the cap room to go and get a guy like that, especially if he's going to take a little bit of a pay cut because he wants to be on a winning team. I don't think those who are in charge of this offense
2: are capable of – or I, say, I don't mm. want to say they're capable. I'll say I don't think they're willing. He was headed right yeah, down was, that uh, path yeah, and yeah, then yeah, – yeah. Yeah, it, he he almost hit that fence, yeah. and then he turned. was a yield a sign, bit. not a stop sign. It was a yield. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that they are willing, nor do they have the the patience to deal with a personality type as of Odell Beckham. I can see mm. that. I'm not. It's not to say that he's he can obviously if he's healthy he can contribute. He's a beast, right? He's one of the best in the league when sure. he's healthy. Not a problem there. And I think you get him on a favorable favorable deal. All those things, right? Would he help you on offense? Absolutely. All those things. However, when he doesn't get his way he's not one to be quiet about it and this organization historically has gotten rid of anybody who verbally voices their opinions Mm -hmm. on things whether offense or defense they just don't allow you to hang around so this organization I don't think is willing to handle a personality of that and I don't think that the offense of Kellen Moore nor McCarthy have the patience to deal with somebody who is that demanding offense on the offensive side of the ball. I,
4: I agree, uh, and this was the same reason why um, when he was with the Giants and th- things started to fall apart in New York, and people were like, "Oh, well, go trade for him, go get him, go get him," I was like, the personalities just don't match. They yeah. just don't match, uh, and that's it's the same guy, it's the same personality. And this is not to take away from his skill set because he. Obviously, he's one of the more talented wide receivers in the league when he's healthy. But then in that same breath, you got to look at the fact that he's dealt with some major, several major injuries. Mm -hmm. This is his second torn ACL, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. It is. Over the past two or three seasons. So you don't know how much you're going to get from him anyway. Now, you don't necessarily need a ton if your top three are doing their job. But then guess what? If the top three are doing their job and OBJ is on the roster and that means he's WR4, Maybe James Washington starts to hit his prime in December, so now he's battling with James Washington. That's a very vocal OBJ at that point.
1: He's yeah, like, you're well, playing one. You're playing. What? You're paying a wide receiver one money to a guy that is going to be your wide receiver. That's going four. to be buried in the depth chart. They're I, not going to
2: put anybody in position to challenge CD Lamb. Let's just be real. What? They just got rid of Amari Cooper so that CD so Lamb can step could, up. So be, you know, the the, the, the the we just we're seeing this everywhere, right? The Raiders just got rid of freaking Big John, right? Because they have younger guys that they want to flourish
1: so this it's is why robert quinn got traded from, absolutely same thing from there so you're yeah. seeing
2: it over and over again so this organization is not going to uh you know make it more difficult they're not going to throw wood chips on the soil of a C.D. lamb mm-hmm. to make to make it harder for him to sprout up out the ground nope. you know what well, i mean
4: like and, and or possibly create a locker room issue in the yeah. process you got to yeah. be wary of that and uh so I'm of the mindset that OBJ does ultimately return to Los Angeles. They have some things to figure out out there, but they're back at 500. They're 3-3. Three three. There were some people that said, hey, no see. What about Kansas City? That was that would have been a good look, but guess what? They just traded for Kadarius Toney. Yep. Um, now, that's not to say that they don't double down and pick, uh, pick up OBJ in free agency because you're not giving up anything other than money to do so. You're not giving up draft picks. So it's still possible, but again, I'm of the mindset he goes back to L.A. He's out there. He's comfortable. He's, he's on the sideline for almost every game in L.A., Hint, hint, hint. He's having, you know, backdoor conversations with uh, Sean McVay and that organization. So they've got the inside track to OBJ. Um, But if you're asking me, gun in my head, sign OBJ. I I don't see the fit, neither personality-wise nor schematically. He's just going to end up being upset because he's not going to be one or two or three. Maybe three, but he'd have to, you know, fight Noah Brown for three. But... You know, I I, see it.
1: I completely agree with you guys, which I'm very disappointed in. I wanted <laughs> some dis- I wanted some he discussion. Wanted some I yeah, I wanted some debate, and uh, but I do I agree. I'm right there with you because you really look at you look at OBJ as a guy who could come in and play really well. That's the that's the risk you're willing to take. That's what you're trying to get to. You want him to come in and provide production, but there's the the the. Fit aspect in the locker room, which I'm not saying he's a locker room problem. I just no, don't think no. he's a fit in this specific Correct. locker room. He's going to go to wherever he's going to go, and he's going to be just fine. He just won a Super Bowl in L.A. for because crying out loud out because there. he was a great fit. He's not a bad fit in any locker room. However, from a receiving standpoint, he's how different is he from Ceedee Lamb? Not by a whole lot, at least in skill set, right? He can at least stretch the field a little bit more, maybe well, a little just, bit more I mean, vertical. He's, he's just more proven. I mean, that's all. And, that's, and he'll give you. He'll but give scheme you under, wise, right, he gives you the same. Does he give you anything different? He gives you
4: the same underneath as CD does. Yeah, and, and you know, that's kind of exactly where I'm at. I mean, and then look at the, we talk about the ramp up period for James Washington. OBJ, he, he'll ramp up a little bit quickly because he's been through this before and, and yeah. he's a veteran in the league uh, with more years under his belt than James Washington. So that'll help him. Um, Expedite his ramp up, but the ramp up still exists. He's, he's coming he's off a of torn ACL. He's not coming here again. My whole thing is, my whole thing is keeping <laughs> Isaiah's is done
1: with the conversation. Yeah, Let's like, move yeah, on. Yeah. All right, we're going to break. Sorry, everybody. Isaiah wants to go to break. He's he's throwing a fit. He's being a diva today because he's dressed nicely on say it with your chest Friday. All right. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we'll give us or give you our matchups to watch, and we'll talk about what the Cowboys can do to get to six and two against the Chicago Bears. When we return right after this.
6: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to blackriflecoffee.com to join the coffee club today.
0: Back to Talking Cowboys.
1: <laughs> Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. It's a with your chest Friday here on. The show, and of course, that is oh yeah, that's my black rifle. Black rifle in right right a black
4: cup today. I see what yeah, you did there. Yeah, it's a little Kyle. bit different. Yeah, okay. I see what you With did a there. Hint of Miller Lite.
1: Oh yeah, always uh, come celebrate. This is really cool, by the way.
4: <laughs> <I> always,
1: always. <yeah. laughs> not very ooh, nice, ooh, Beamer. Beamer. Uh Come celebrate Emmett Smith's 20th anniversary of his record-breaking run at the next and final stop of Cowboys Collections on tour. Come hang out at Grapevine Mills Mall Saturday. October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Customized new Emmitt Smith hats, plus the rare Dallas Cowboy archives and original artwork. We'll see you there. So, again, that's coming up on Saturday. So, tomorrow, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Grapevine Mills, if you were up here in the Dallas area. Back here with Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey-Walker, Chris Beam. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's give our matchups to watch. And we, of course... We've got plenty to talk about matchups mm-hmm. wise If you want to give me more than one, you could certainly do that. Because we've got plenty of time here. We're going to talk it over. By the way, if you want to be a call, uh, caller on our fan pick segment, give us a call right now. 888-855-2297. You may be sitting there for a little bit, but Chris Beam's going to answer the phone. Bring that hot fire. 888-855-2297. Yeah, let's get someone new out here. Yeah, let's okay, get somebody We're not going to do...
0: B in Toledo, Ohio. Let's or get Rob like P from Frisco. Yeah, we or need Dallas.
4: Rob we need, we need, we need South, Rob P from we Frisco. Robert from Frisco. Yeah, Rob P from Frisco. Rob
0: P from Frisco.
4: We
1: know you're listening to Rob Oh, he's always listening. All right, Isaiah, give me your matchups to watch. What's going on in your mind for this matchup with the Bears? I'm looking at the receivers, Kyle.
2: I think in Dallas receivers versus secondary of the good old the Bears. Bears. The Bears. Um, not a lot of big names. But they play collectively well. This is the fifth-ranked team in terms of takeaways mm-hmm. collectively, and they're the third-ranked team in terms of pass defense. So regardless of the fact that you know they have one big name back there in Brisker, their they're rookie safety, who's a complete dog, don't throw it up his way because he'll take it literally one-handed <laughs> um, like he did last week. But these guys just play well together, and it's, it's kind of scary when you play teams like that because – you want to be able to point out and say, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for this guy. Or, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for these two players here. These guys are really good and they do this really well. But when you can't really p- point that out and these guys are sitting at the top three of what they do, it's like, all right, something mm-hmm. to these cats now, you know. And I think a team that plays collectively well together is much more of a threat than a team that has a couple, you know, one or two highlight players. So. Definitely a challenge for our receiver group as these guys are trying to get things figured out. They haven't been dominant all year long. I don't care what your emotions are in regards to that. The Dallas Cowboys receivers have not been dominant. This offense has not been dominant passing-wise. They've been at the bottom of the league to date. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to prove on that side, and they still are trying to get Dak ramped up. They had to pull him back last week. Because he got a little Happy Gilmore out there, okay. Mm-hmm. He admitted it. Kellen Moore got 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 got, got his pow-pow spanked by he Coach McCarthy. The okay, so I think that they're going to try it again, right? They're going to Kellen Moore is going to say, okay, how about now, Coach? Can I can I go try it again this time? And you just have to be careful because again, between the team being really good on their pass defense and really good in takeaways, it sounds like a Dallas
4: Cowboys team from last year. Mm. Mm. Very well played. I, I can't. Get away from and to your point. There are you know several matchups that we could circle, but I can't get away from Micah Parsons versus Justin Fields. I just I can't shake it um, because this this goes to between those two young men. This goes to bragging rights, not just the victory, just not just a win loss. All I heard in my head was DMX. get him done. <laughs> right, uh, rest of peace to the great. Yep. Um But. Michael Parsons and Justin Fields, they have um, a personal relationship, a positive personal relationship off the field. They share the same agent. Um, but I think if you know anything about Michael Parsons, anytime there's an added level of competition to it, right, right. he he, right, he kicks it up to match that level of competition. So obviously, he, the Lion is on the hunt for a win for the Cowboys. Add to that it'll be Justin Fields on the opposite side of the ball. Mm-hmm. A friend of his, and they have these friendly competitions. He said the other day that they race often. And when he was asked who's faster, is he faster than Justin Fields, he was like, yeah, no question. It's not even close. He knows this. Go ask him. This is Michael Parsons telling you, they have. hey, they have a positive relationship with B. You might be my friend and all. But I'm really trying to end you when it's trying when you know when it's time to get the the guns out. So, um, Micah Parsons' speed, Justin Fields' speed, those two win, and it, it seems inevitable when they meet in the open field. Can Justin get away from the lion? Mm-hmm. And even if he does catch the edge, can he get distance on the line? We saw what the lion can do when he chases you from behind. Gap. We've seen what he can do when he squares you up. So that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Uh, and obviously, you could throw in someone like Donovan Wilson as well. Donovan is going to be asked to kind of drop down and help contain Justin Fields. So that's another matchup to watch that kind of pivots on the Justin Fields item. But for me, Michael Parsons, Justin Fields, and oh, by the way, let's sprinkle in a little OSU PSU rivalry as well, because again, there are levels to this and that's another level. So bragging rights, the, the bad blood as far as Penn state versus OSU personal relationship, same agent. It's, you don't need any more fuel for the lion, but here got you Got go. all the flakes on so that. Yeah, you want to add some more to it? <laughs> Somebody, I've got some more some for it. Up, what you got? I've some got some more flakes bananas, to this.
1: So, yeah. yes, not only were they the, a part of the same draft class, okay. not only were they coming from the same conference and two rivals that were really good when both of those teams played each other. Keep I mean, ping. Justin Fields, is, as a junior, played against Micah Parsons, or I guess he was a sophomore, okay. played against Micah Parsons in Parsons' final year playing for Penn State. But then, of course, Parsons Set took a year well. off. Fields did not. So they've always had that connection. Okay. Prior to the NFL draft, they were working out together. Oh, It was in a small group of about five draftees, and mm-hmm. they were five elite draftees. Mm-hmm. It was them two. Uh, I know Kyle Pitts was a part of that group. There yep. was, I want to say there were two more guys that were a part of that. And they would work out day in, day out to get okay. ready for the NFL draft. And it was Fields and Parsons that were right in the midst of that conversation. Then it even gets deeper when you get to draft day. And the Cowboys are sitting at pick number 10, right? Mm -hmm. They just had both of those corners come off the board. They had J.C. Horn picked by the Carolina Panthers. Then they had Pat Mm -hmm. Sertan taken at nine by the Denver Broncos. And they're sitting at 10, and they're saying, oh, my gosh, what do we do? Guess who was the first team to call (laughs) to try and trade for that number 10 overall pick? Give it to him. It wasn't the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. Give it to him. It was the Chicago Bears. What? The Bears called the Cowboys, and they were trying to trade up. But they didn't want to go higher than a fourth round pick, or I think at the time it was a maybe a fifth round pick, something like that. Yeah. They were they were trying to get up and take that tenth spot because they wanted to jump in front of New York, and they wanted to take Justin Fields. Instead, the Cowboys took a better offer, a third round pick that ultimately ended up being Chauncey Golston from Philadelphia. Basically, the the phone was answered. Chicago took it, or Chicago was on that other line. They hung up the phone, picked it back up, and it was Philadelphia. So Chicago did everything they could to try and take that tenth pick from the Cowboys. Well, what do they do instead? The Cowboys take a, a step back; they go to twelve, and then come back up. And then here comes Chicago on the phone with New York: "Can we trade for your number eleven pick?" New York says yes, gets I think a fourth rounder involved right. in there, and then the, the the Bears take Justin Fields. The Cowboys are sitting at pick number twelve, and they take Micah Parsons. So they're jointed at the the hip because of the competitiveness in college the the workout leading up to the draft. They were drafted in simultaneous picks that almost ended up being the same pick, yep. and now they're playing each other again, and, and they they're the going to continue agent. to grow as well. Same age, and they've just got all these connections and all these different flakes to the crust. That's the matchup for me. That really, that really agent fun. Agent is not hurting. No, he's doing <laughs> he's got, well. He's got two guys that he's are going to be well. in the league for quite some 3%. time. Three
4: <laughs> hey. percent. Call me, I can get you two snaps. For sure. two
1: snaps. <laughs> that's all you I can need. Get you two snaps. That's all you get, but that's all you need. Right. All right, mine is going to be, and since we haven't talked about the ground game at all, it's going to be the running backs versus this front seven for the Cowboys. And specifically in the front seven, I'm going to put a lot of pressure on the defensive tackles mm-hmm. because right in the middle, you got to muddy that up. And then also with who the guys right behind it. Uh, I'm not going to say Hankins initially. I think he'll play. I think he'll be active, just based off of my own inclination. How many plays? Twelve. Oh, wow. Twelve. Why plays. the ramp up? Well, he only played like 15 snaps in the last two weeks. He didn't play a whole lot in his last two games, hmm. so maybe there. That maybe that's why. I don't think he plays 45 snaps. Yeah, no. He's not going to be in there at all. But I, I'd,
4: ma- I'd give him 15. Match it from last. Give him 20. Yeah.
1: Mmm. You getting the big two? I'd
4: give him 15 and see how how things are going. If things 20. are going well, then don't pull them. Yeah. 20. As far as rotation wise, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to play 100 percent of the snaps anyway. I mean, who, who does on that defensive line whose name <laughs> He's is had Demarcus? Camp, Hall, he had angel on the Michael shoulders. He's been
2: active in the NFL
4: this year. Devil on the other Five shoulder. Out of
2: seven games. Put him in the game. Play him. Cannonball. Keep Put it safe. In. I play mean, him. honestly, what Cannonball. what do you have to tell him? Hey, you have A gap or you have B gap. You're a one J. You're a, you know zero. You're, right. you're a three. Like right. That's it. That's all he needs. He does. It's not like you have to learn a whole new defense. They're simply just telling him. What oh. shade? <laughs> ch- he can walk in that huddle on game day, not having practice at all this week, yeah. and they can get they can break the huddle. Yeah, Mike calls a play, play and week. he turns to whoever it is that's next to him, and say, "Hey, what gap it got?"
4: Yeah, and they mm-hmm. tell him, and "He's like, okay, is. cool." And yeah. that's all he has to do. That's it. Go get him, big boy. That's it. Go get him. There's not boy. a lot for him to learn. We got a hankering for some hankins. Ooh,
1: okay, mm-hmm. there Mr. Hanky. Go.
4: We got hankering. No, <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: I th- that I think that one is swinging a miss. I'm out on that one. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'll say, since you <laughs> like, asked the well, question, you said, who who would it be? I would say probably a combination of what we've seen previously. Osa Digizua, Neville Gallimore, Quentin Bohanna, Tristan Hill, and then Jonathan Hankins in the middle there, too. Uh, Those are well, my guys. Mr. Hank. You, you, you're hankering for some yeah, Hankins. Hankering okay. for some Hankins. Let's make T-shirts. I like it. We've, we've got a lot of T-shirt sayings that so could be on this spi- show. It so needs to happen. We spit hot fire. Dude, there's a store that opened up next
2: to my facility.
1: I can't say the store
2: because I don't think they're a sponsor. But Probably anyways, not. They they sell sewing machines. Mm-hmm. Did you? Not sewing, but uh, embroidery machines. Do you know how expensive these things are?
4: I could imagine that, that's big business. Like, what so would you think?
1: Say. Like the most expensive one in the store. What would you guess? Well,
4: this this two is, grand.
1: Okay. Uh, this isn't my lane. Um. Uh, Twenty thousand. Ooh, ooh. Okay, Beamer, coming in hot. Five it's racks. Like a new car. Eighteen five. racks. Wow. Beamer was close. was close. Wow. Great, great, great job, Beamer. And
2: the lady said, "Oh, I have one at my house. That's 50000 what? Oh. Embroidering
0: machines. Because they're lasers. Some of them are lasers, Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. G- put yeah. cups Listen, and stuff. How many quilts are you
2: selling? Uh, Anyways, I know this is way off topic, but that was just random. That was way list. off topic. Sorry. Hey, you
1: want to hear something that's on topic? What's oh, up? I looked up um the client list for Parsons Agent. You want to know his top four clients? Absolutely. Deshaun Watson, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> he did
6: Michael Watson,
3: Thomas...
1: You know? And Derwin
0: James, he oh, did all those. so he is Damn. not struggling. He is worth oh. uh, Forbes puts him at forty-six million dollars. I bet he has a embroidery
1: machine. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. He's got it. new embroidery He's got the fifty K one. I'll bring three percent of all those. Contracts. Here you go,
0: Buda Baker. Um, we've got uh, Kyle's favorite tight end. Pitts. Pitts. Yeah. J. C. Horn. Pits. I mean, this guy's this got them guy all. This guy's doing well. Yeah, Fields, Isaiah Simmons. He,
1: he almost just wrecked that whole draft class. Like, he oh, just yeah. almost took the whole 21 draft class. He's got Jordan Love. Yep, there you go. I it's um, two snaps. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> DeAndre Swift.
6: He's actually got uh, Malik Hooker. So oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, oh, nice hey. little connection there. Added there battle.
4: Very interesting. Somebody we um, most definitely hope to see on the field
1: against the Bears. Yes, great point. Great point. Um, so, I didn't get to finish my matchup because we could – started talking about sewing machines. Thank you, Isaiah. (laughs) And agents. And agents, apparently. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, you can't let David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert run all over you. You So uh, not only the defensive tackles, but I'll go into linebackers, too. I think Anthony Barr and Leighton Vander Esch. I want to see some downhill push from Mm -hmm. those guys. I want to see them reading the ball quickly. I want to see them making that first step, that first cut, making that move and making a play. Because, Isaiah, we've seen it on multiple occasions – where they get washed off, or they get just a little, a little bit antsy. I think Leighton Vander Esch is having a good season, not a great season, not a yeah, bad season. I think he's having a people good would. season. Yeah. That's a great point. Much better than a lot of people perceive yeah, it. Give him credit for Anthony Barr. I still, I still haven't seen the Anthony Barr that we signed. That's my biggest concern right now. Is we still haven't seen Anthony Barr in a Cowboys uniform the same way that he was in Minnesota. I think we saw him in Los Angeles. You think so? That I think, game? I think we saw him in Los Angeles. He Los did play Angeles. well in that game. Yeah, I think we For saw him in sure. Los Angeles. Okay. Isaiah, why are you making that face? Because I thought I said that a long time ago, Kyle. You did mean, you? You looked at me crazy a long I time I have never looked at you crazy. You're a liar. No. There's no way. <laughs> Especially not on that one.
2: I'm looking forward to seeing the Young Buck challenge these guys. You need people to push you in order for you to step out your comfort zone. When you get out your comfort zone, you find out whether you're going to step up or you're going to step down. That's what Damon Clark is about to do to Vanderesh. That's mm. what he's about to do to Anthony Barr. You're either going to elevate these guys' game or you're going to take their spot. One or two. Even to his fellow
4: former LSU teammate, Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox. Yeah, we Jabril. haven't heard how much of him Everybody, this year. The whole tide's going to have to rise with yeah, Clark. Yeah. So
2: I love, I love competition. So I know that name hasn't been brought up because he's still ramping up and all that jazz, but. Look oh, for guys yeah, look for guys to have to elevate their game. So those guys that you're like, Oh, we well, you know, they're doing okay. They're gonna have to do better than okay because you have a hungry, you know, little little lion cub that's coming right behind them.
4: Facts. And I and I got something to say with my chest about the Bears run offense, but I'll save it for after the break. Boom. Oh, you want to save it? it? I'll save it look for at after you okay. with the tease,
1: huh? I like it. <laughs> Patrick with the tease, give us a call, be a part of our pickup segment, 888-855-2297. eight five five two two nine seven I've got some Such standings updates and uh One of us in this room is not going to be a happy camper with the standings updates. Dun, dun, dun. When we come back right after this on Talking Cowboys. To Talking Cowboys.
6: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today.
0: Back to Talking Cowboys.
1: Boys, it is Say It With Your Chest Friday here from the Star in Frisco. Be sure to head to AT&T Stadium tomorrow to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and a whole lot more. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. There you go. You can go get to the anniversary of the collections tour, and then you go from Grapevine Mills, yep. you go all the way over to AT&T Stadium. You can come here to the Star and take a tour. There's so many things you could do tomorrow. Including watch college football. I guess. Go no doubt about that. Uh, I'll be on the National Juco Game of the Week, by hey, the way. Hey. So, little selfless plug. There little ESPN go. action for me tomorrow. Should be a fun one. Uh, let's update the standings, shall we? Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah, real quick, real, real, real quick. Can we get to things yes, real quick? Yes, we can. Uh, let's do DraftKings. Sorry, I forgot about that. Here's our DraftKings Play for free for over a million dollars with deposit picks this week. These are under the radar guys Dak Prescott, 6,600. Tony Pollard, 6,100. How about Jake Ferguson replacing Dalton Schultz? He's at 2,700. He looks like a bargain right there. Then the Cowboys defense. They're only costing four grand against this Bears offense. Isaiah, what are you thinking? You know what I'm thinking. I'm going right there to the
2: Jake Ferguson, baby. I'm going to the Fergilicious because Dak Prescott loves tight ends. And his number one tight end right now is banged up. I don't care that he threw it to him five times. I don't care that he caught it five times. Mm -hmm. That kneecap is not right. Mm -hmm. So he's going to go to the next best guy, and Mm -hmm. that is Mr. Jake Ferguson. Get your money worth right there. $2,700. That's a discount double check for you right there. Get it while I'm getting this. Good, Chief.
4: You know what? I tried to – get some versatility and get away from choosing the Cowboys on the DraftKings. And I have over the past couple of weeks, but I'm going back to them. I'm going back to the Cowboys for 4 grand and mm. I know they're going against uh, a rushing defense that is very prolific in the Chicago Bears but here's where here's where I say it with my chest okay say I think it. I think the Cowboys with the addition of Jonathan Hankins and the added levels of competition yeah. that exists between Michael Parsons yeah. and Justin Fields I think the Cowboys hold the Chicago Bears to under 100 yards on the ground in this game and because they do that and I don't believe Justin Fields can win this game with his arm, with the lack of talent. Talk Mooney, uh, equinemia St. Brown. So, yeah, Cowboys defense, four grand. I think they, uh, they go – Crazy
2: mm. this weekend. You didn't bring in my boy Dante Pettis, though, man. What's I saying? didn't yeah. bring
4: nope. Didn't bring him in he there. Had, he had some rushing, yards. He had like twenty nine yeah, yards okay. rushing. He's,
1: he <laughs> he's, he's rushing. Fast. He's fast. a quick guy. He's, he's quick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not gonna try and match the energy that you guys both brought to the segment because I love it. But uh, I am gonna br- match the craziness. Oh. oh, give me Dak Prescott at sixty oh! six hundred.
4: It's that secondary.
3: I think Dak Ooh, is little...
1: gonna just throw is... all over the Bears You're in this ball too. game. Right now, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Heavy, white. I think I can make up with it later on in Ooh. DraftKings. I think I can make it happen. But uh, give me Dak Prescott to change things up a little bit here on the show. Once again, play for free for over a million dollars on DraftKings.com. All right. Let's now update the standings. Thank you, Beamer, for the reminder on that one. We need to get that in to pay the bills. Uh, we've got Isaiah taking things up at the top. He That's went, right. He went five and one last week. In
2: your face!
1: <laughs> Big time win for Isaiah. <laughs> he is twenty two and eleven overall. Massive. Sitting just two games back in second place is mm. our very own Patrick No C Walker. What? Here I is. No, here I'm closing is. that window, brother. Uh, no, sir. No, ain't no Debo creeping in here. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, uh-huh. sir, you feel that
2: E-ball? breath on the Back of your neck. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: uh, Patrick also went five and one last week. He copied all my picks. The fans yeah, are in third place. They are one game back from Patrick at oh, nineteen no. and fourteen. They went three and three last oh. week, even three and three with our boy uh, Bobby from West Dallas, aka oh. Heckma <laughs> Harrison. You want a hug? Yeah, I would love one because uh, I'm one game under five hundred. I'm not defending my title with any kind of. Uh, any kind of tenacity at oh, this point. Man. 16 and 17. Yeah. I did go 4-2 and two last week, though. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to make a comeback. But I, I didn't make season. up any ground. That just made long. up ground on, like, 500 That's level. I lost season. the game Listen, to you guys last week. So right
4: week. now you're kind of brady rogers in this thing out. You it's know, great way to play. Yeah. I'm totally okay under if I'm compared to those two. Yeah.
1: on your marble floors, man. Mm. All right, we've got Steve in Mississippi representing the fans this week. Steve, how's it going? Welcome to Talking Cowboys.
0: What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's
2: up, Steve? Steve? Tell them about the gun line, boss. Steve,
0: how do you you spell
2: out (laughs) Mississippi? When somebody says, how do you spell Mississippi, how do you express that to them?
0: Oh, it's it's uh, it's uh it's M, dotted letter, humpback, uh, crooked, letter, crooked letter, crooked letter, dotted there letter, it is. humpback, humpback eye. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm <laughs> talking about. Steve from
4: Mississippi. talking Miss- about. And when you say Mississippi, you got to cut out one of the syllables. So it's Mississippi. Oh, you got to. Right? Mississippi. It's Mississippi. There it, Mississippi, it is. That's Southern right. boy the Southern boys. Mississippi.
1: So the next time that I go to Mississippi, I will say it like that. I'm not going to say it with the. the no, no, that's how they know don't you're an
0: outsider. No, no.
2: It's Mississippi.
0: Yeah. Start start. Vegas, Stark Vegas in particular now, so I'm, I'm home of where that came Talk from. About, so. Okay. we're so, proud. So, Hail State.
1: Oh, I was about to say, are you a fan? But there you go. Hail State. There you go Hail from State. Mississippi State All down the there in Starkville. I've always wanted to make a trip out there, so if, do if it, we do good, that no. – I got a
0: cowbell for you. There you go. I would love that.
1: That sounds like a lot of fun. All right. We're going to start things off with the Broncos and the Jags. This is the 930 game across the pond out in London. Uh, Long plane ride for Russell Wilson and company. He may be working (laughs) out in the aisles. High knees
0: on the
4: air.
1: Steve, who you got in that one?
0: Don't trust the Broncos. Got to take the Jags. Give me the Jags in this one.
2: Isaiah. Never trust a quarterback who leaves the Seahawks. Going with the <laughs> going
4: with the Jags. <laughs> okay. Um. Jags nearly defeated the New York Giants. I think they're better than the record indicates. And I just don't trust a guy who does high knees on the airplane. I'm going with the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: was this video? Wow. It, it's not a video. It was it, He said it. He said he was working out for three hours Stop and that. doing high knees it in the airline. While players here, are trying right? to sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, try. uh, I think that extra work pays off for Russell Wilson. <laughs> <Stop> that, <Kyle. laughs> okay. Give me the Broncos in London. Uh, to take down the Jags I do agree with you though I think the record is better I mean the team is better than the record shows for the Jags I think they're just right on the edge there there. they got to close out some games though for me to give them some love Cardinals on the road against the Vikings Cardinals struggling a little bit here but they do have DeAndre Hopkins back and healthy as he made his return last week Isaiah who you got one more time the Cardinals at the Vikings oh Vikings Okay, I'm going to take Minnesota here, too.
4: Yeah, until I see Minnesota stumble, particularly at home, I'm going with Minnesota. Yeah.
1: Steve.
4: Clean
0: sweep. I got the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook goes off in this
3: game.
1: Ooh, there you go. I like it. Uh, Raiders at the Saints. Give me the Raiders on the road at the Superdome to get it done. I believe Andy Dalton. Oh No, I don't know who's starting in that game because I've seen both Andy and Red Winston.
4: they in last. Yeah,
1: give me, give me the Raiders. I don't know who's starting in that game.
4: <laughs> so, all right. Patrick, I don't think they know who's starting in that game. Nah, Give I don't me think
1: the Raiders. So <laughs> I'm going with the red rifle, baby. Ooh, you think he's starting I, and he I wins? I know he's
4: starting. Hmm. Okay. Uh,
2: I
1: just Steve.
4: Want another, another meme.
0: Yeah, I've been back and forth in this one. I think I, I, Dalton gets a start. The, the, I just can't. I don't know with the Saints. Being, being at home, uh, i got to take them because they're tough at home, but Jacob's yes, tough. I, I think I'm going with the Saints in on this one. That's
1: right. Nice. I like it. Com- Commanders in the Colts at Lucas Oil oh, Stadium. No. Patrick.
4: <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm willing to potentially take an L on this just because I really don't like that organization. Give me the Colts to figure out how to get it done with
1: Sam. Sam I Ellinger. Am. Sam's going to hook em. Uh Yeah, give me the Colts in this one, too. Give me Indy. Who you got? Command them to beat the Colts. That's what <laughs> I, yeah, no, y'all tripping. Uh, right. I appreciate okay. y'all tripping, though. Yeah, You, you can, can take that game. Absolutely. Okay. What you got? Scoop Steve? Steve? I, I'm thing. taking the
0: Colts in this, and again, this is a home Good. A home team battle here, so I got the Colts.
1: Oh, you go. You're on alone on an island. It's We're okay, about to man. pick up I'm a yeah. sitting game island seat. I'll be on his yeah, island. Yeah, you're gonna be dying <laughs> on that <laughs> island, that too. The I'll, I'll die on. This one, I have <laughs> gone, I've looked at this game all morning long and I've gone back and forth on it. The 49ers on the road against the Rams. Mm. You talk about two teams that just have not figured it out, but certainly have the talent to figure it out at some point. Mm-hmm. But they just haven't done so yet. Forty mm. ers at the Rams. Steve, we'll start with you.
0: Yeah, I got I got the Niners here. I, I mm. just think I think they travel well in this game. That defense, I uh, got some got guy, key guys back with Bosa. Um, I just think they're too much for the Rams.
4: Pat, I agree. I think the 49ers can do defensively what the Cowboys can do, so they go in and uh, handle the Rams that way. I got the Niners.
0: IRS C Mac
2: Debo. Brandon Ayuk Wilson, Jr. Yes,
1: 49ers. I got to make up some ground here. Oh, you're crazy. Give me the Rams, baby. <laughs> crazy, Coming man. off a bye week, Sean McVay's had two weeks to scheme up with San Francisco, a team that he knows quite well. Not
4: because McCaffrey just got there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> give me McCaffrey. I mean, give me a McVay. Oh. No, no, no. McVay and the Rams. I'm saying McVay and the Rams. It's the Rams. It's the Rams. It's the Rams. Rams. Uh, all right. Wait. Well, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. One, two, three, four, five. All right. That means our sixth one. The Bears at the Cowboys. Can the Cowboys win their second straight against the NFC North? Can they go into the bye week at 6-2 and two and slow down the Chicago Bears' number one rushing attack in the NFL? Steve, we'll start with you. All right, guys. Look, I got. I'm gonna. I'm
0: gonna take some predictions here. Uh, make some predictions here. I think number number nine gets a TD this week. Finally, uh, Dak's gonna get a TD, and we are gonna get a defensive touchdown. I got the. I got the Cowboys 31, Bears 16, and it's a late Ooh. score for the Bears now. Delicious.
5: I like
1: it. Saying it with your chest, Steve. Hope Thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. As always, you're one of our favorite callers already. Just Thanks, because of the Love way the you show. spell it Love out. Thanks for calling job. in. Man. Thank Shout you so much. Appreciate you, Steve. No. Hey. Mississippi, Mississippi, let's
0: go, Mississippi. Let's Mississippi.
1: go. Let's go Cowboys. There we go. you go, there you go, Steve from Mississippi. Uh, here on talking Cowboys, let's go with Patrick first. Oh no, let's see, do
4: it. We, we're gonna, um, I'm gonna, like I said, said it with my chest earlier. I think the Cowboys hold the rushing attack, the multi-headed rushing attack of the Bears to less than 100 yards. Uh, two defenses have done it this season. One the 49ers that we were just talking about that's a pretty good defense yeah the vikings also achieved it held them to under 80 yards so it's most certainly doable and the cowboys have both the blueprint and the personnel to do it and now they have Jonathan Hankins so give me cowboys to get this one 27 to 10 i think Justin okay. Fields runs one in and but i think that's all they get outside of a field goal other than that the cowboys get a 17 point victory going into the bye week getting ready for Aaron Rodgers
1: I... (laughs) I've got a gut feeling, guys. Oh,
4: okay. Come on, we did just got a gut feeling, with chest.
1: and I'm not even going to pull a Lee Corso here and say, "Oh my gosh, there's one way the Bears are just so good on the ground." I've got a gut feeling in a good way. Mm-hmm. This isn't the bubble guts. Okay. This is the this is the anxious is not guts. The yeah. Black Rifle or Miller, like no, this is this is just straight Black Rifle. Straight baby. Oh, right. that's so okay. This is just getting just nitty gritty. Just
4: gunpowder in the in the coffee.
1: <laughs> Everybody's gonna look at me crazy, and I love that for this specific You're take. You're going to say a 40-burger, aren't you? I think, I think it's the first one. I think he's going. To I knew he was going. Do. I think it's the first forty Kyle burger of the season. The 40, 40 I'm burgers. going to Waterburger down the street, and yeah. I'm ordering a forty burger. And if they do so, I'm bringing everybody Whataburger on Monday, baby. I'm bringing Isaiah Waterburger. I'm bringing Pat Waterburger. I'll get you a hash brown, eggs, Thank whatever you, you want. Uh, and then I'll get <laughs> I'll get a Whataburger for Beamer in the back too. We'll all enjoy well, it. Thanks. I'm for this. Yeah, we'll all enjoy it. Even Jazz in the back. I'll I'm get her a burger this. too. If the Cowboys win it like that. I think it's 41-13 Cowboys. Just a straight beat down. And as one... Spice Adams said on this podcast, after the cameras were off, Oh, oh. <laughs> the bears are going to get thrashed. Oh. Snitching. Thrashed. <laughs> All
2: right. Um, I'm if I'm a cowboy day. and I'm on my horse and I'm going through the woods and I know that there's some bears around, I'm probably going to have a bear gun. And if I ever got ran up on by a bear, I'm going to take that, that bear gun out and I'm going to hit that son that son Joker. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Miss Miss Sip So I'm going to hit that Joker and I'm going to beat the Bears, 21-17. <laughs> to 17. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people anticipate. We
1: went from National Geographic in our Pick'em segments to the History Channel or AMC, whatever you wanted to we Yeah, the full straight, straight Leo to full Caprio. Revenue. Yeah, full revenue.
4: I love it. And I I'm, like I'm it. ready for my patty melt. Oh, you can't spill patty melt without Pat. so let's go.
1: Hey, there you go. That does it for us here on Talking Cowboys this week. Hope you had some fun with us over the last five days. We'll be back with you on Monday to break it down. What happened? Happens on Sunday at noon. Kickoff on Fox, the Cowboys, and the Chicago Bears. And then we'll have the bye week to go into. we'll switch up the shows on Tuesday and Wednesday. So you'll get some new faces on this show as well. Been a whole lot of fun, gentlemen, this week. We'll be back on Monday. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. Thanks for watching Talking Cowboys.